Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 288, excerpts from the book Essential, Essays by the Minimalists, by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus of TheMinimalist.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. This is usually the podcast where I'm fairly upbeat and read to you from blogs, but this is a daily show that runs pretty close to real time, and I'm under the weather at the moment, so for the next, I don't know, couple days maybe, I'll most likely be playing you excerpts from the book Essential by The Minimalists that I've previously recorded and that they've been generous enough to let me play to you. So if you're ever in contact with The Minimalists, it'd be awesome if you show some gratitude to them for providing this content. Most authors don't give their books away like this for free, so it's pretty awesome. Alright, I'm going to try to get back to bed as soon as possible, so here's a clip from their book Essential as we optimize your life. Organizing is well-planned hoarding. We need to start thinking of organizing as a dirty word. It is a sneaky little profanity that keeps us from simplifying our lives. Our televisions would have us believe there's a battle being fought on the consumption continuum, a battle between the organizers and the hoarders. And from our couches, it's hard to see who's winning. We posit to you these two sides are working together, colluding to achieve the same thing, the accumulation of more stuff. One side, the hoarders, does so overtly, leaving everything out in the open, making them easy targets to sneer at. But the other side, the sneaky organizers, are more covert, more systematic, more devious when it comes to the accumulation of stuff. Ultimately though, organizing is nothing more than well-planned hoarding. Sure, both sides go about their hoarding differently, but the end result is not appreciably different. Whether our homes are strewn with wall-to-wall material possessions, or we have a complex ornal item dispersal system, color-coded and alphabetized, we're still not dealing with the real problem. No matter how organized we are, we must continue to care for the stuff we organize, cleaning and sorting our methodically structured belongings. When we get rid of the superfluous stuff, we can focus on life's more important aspects. We can spend the day focusing on our health, on our relationships, on pursuing our passions, or we can reorganize the basement again. Once the excess stuff is out of the way, staying organized is much easier. A Short Guide to Getting Rid of Your Crap by Joshua Fields Milburn and Julian Smith Yay, it's Friday. Time to head home and relax after a week of hard work. Step one, enter the front door of your home. Toss off your shoes. Notice sitting behind the door a pair of boots you have worn only once. Shrug. Step two, turn on the television and sit on your Ikea couch. Attempt to relax. Awaken 20 minutes later, realizing you've been passively flipping through channels. Turn off the TV and remove the batteries from your remote. Toss them in your Blendtec blender. Stop yourself moments away from doing something drastic. Step three, 
briefly fondle the iPhone in your pocket. Stop yourself, realizing you're about to do the exact same thing with YouTube as you did with TV. Delete every unnecessary app from your phone. Step four, wonder what people did before television and internet access. Observe the room around you, looking over the unread books and unwatched DVDs lining your dusty shelves. Consider shopping, then picture the unworn clothes occupying your cavernous walk-in closet. Step five, realize your imagination has turned all black and gray, the creativity drained from your life. Step six, suddenly recognize you haven't used your spare room ever. Do the math and realize said room is costing you five or six hours of work per month. Take out a piece of paper and compare it to that trip to Europe you've been meaning to take. Stare at the math in disbelief. Stuff the paper in your mouth and begin to chew. Step seven, realize the brief emotional rush that accompanied the purchase of each item in your home is now gone, leaving only the object itself in its most basic, uninteresting form. The gorgeous pastel designer couch has become simply a chair. A beautiful glass buffet is transformed into a mere table. A set of immaculate handmade dishes has aged into nothing but a bunch of plates. Your goose down duvet is actually just a blanket. Wince. Step eight. Glance down at your groceries and realize the Doritos, Lay's, and Ruffles you purchased are nothing but colored corn and potatoes. Step nine. Open your credit card bill. Wide-eyed, discover how often you've confused shopping with actual extracurricular activities. Consider joining a monastery. Step 10. Remember that time you went over to a party in a friend's loft. Recall the roommates, the self-made art and photos on the walls, the obscenely cheap rent, the happiness and simplicity of it all. Step 11. Quickly create a list of the top 10 things you own in terms of how much they cost. With horror, make a second list of the top 10 things that make you happy. Sense the creeping dread as you realize there's no overlap between the two. Shudder. Step 12. Decide to have a packing party like your friend suggested one time. Take the old sheets you never use from Crate and Barrel. Cover all your stuff with them. Endeavor not to uncover it unless you decide you need to use it. Suddenly realize you will never use anything because you are never home. Step 13. Remember a time in childhood when you were more excited by ideas, love, travel, and people than by anything else. Realize you have somehow bought into a new religion and that malls from the inside look exactly like cathedrals. Step 14, consider starting a fire. Step 15, consider that perhaps you are more than just your stuff. Begin to take a long walk, breathe. Step 16, begin to relax. Give yourself the freedom to begin to dream again. A well-edited life by Joshua Fields Milburn. Everyone develops their own creative process over time. Some sculptors, Bernini for instance, build sculptures with clay. Others, like Michelangelo, carve from marble. Though I'm no Michelangelo, my creative process tends to mimic the latter, building way too much and then removing massive amounts of excess until I uncover the beauty beneath the banality. I call this process subtractive creation. Unlike most carving sculptors though, I also have to quarry the marble from which I pitch, chisel, and polish. The essays on our website are published with around 400 words, even though they often start with 2,000 or more. My novel was 950 pages before it entered the world with only 252. The book you're reading now was 700 pages at its bloated apex. Now it's fewer than half. When I edit this way, the final result is far more meaningful to me and to the reader. The care and handcraftedness shows in the final work. I teach my writing students how to edit this way too. 
That is, how to spend one-third of their time writing effectively and two-thirds of their time editing, shaping their work into something more concise, more powerful, more beautiful. Subtractive creation seems to be an appropriate metaphor for the rest of life as well. There will always be life's excess, always more, always too many inputs bombarding us from every direction. But instead of abhorrent multitasking, instead of trying to get things done, we can make life more beautiful via subtraction. We can filter out the noise. We can remove unnecessary material possessions. We can let go of sentimental items. We can get rid of negative relationships. We can avoid the American dream. And when everyone is looking for more, we can focus on less. Sure, there's an infinite amount of materials with which to build our lives, but sometimes the best way to build is to subtract. The best lives are often well-edited, carefully curated lives. P.S. Yes, I know Bernini also sculpted with marble. You just listened to an excerpt from the book Essential, Essays by the Minimalist by Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. And I'm going to leave it at that as I try to recover. Hopefully you're having a better weekend than I am. I plan to have more content for you tomorrow, so please come back to listen and hopefully I'll sound a little bit better then. I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.